I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, this is BJ. Thanks for listening to our show's podcast. If you're a fan of all things geeky, you should check out my other podcast, BJ Shea's Geek Nation. We have new episodes every day, and you can check it out at BJGeekNation.com. Your driver's license is important so you can get back and forth to work, get your kids to school, and back and forth to daycare. If your license has been suspended because you can't pay your tickets, you can't do any of those things. Let's talk about Chapter 13 bankruptcy. You may have heard the tickets cannot be discharged, but they can be dealt with in a Chapter 13 case. Why not come in for a free consultation? The chapter you choose will make all the difference to your getting back legally on the road. Let's design a plan to pay off your tickets and restore your license immediately. I'm attorney Travis Gagné. Please contact me today at ChooseTheRightChapter.com. That's ChooseTheRightChapter.com. 99.9 KISW, The Rock of Seattle. Uh, well, I imagine, of course, there's going to be a cat website. There's going to be probably a lot of them. This, this one's called AllAboutCats.com. Oh, you don't, you don't have that bookmarked? No, yeah, it's a shocker, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, uh, allaboutcats.com put together a list of the top 10 richest pets in the world. That could also be a front for like an adult website. I, that's actually what I was thinking we were going with this. Like, I thought it was a euphemism the entire time. Right? All about cats. Yeah. That's a shocker that you two thought that. Well, yeah. It's an expert reviewed, thoroughly researched guide to help you do the best for your feline in your life. That's what this website does. Okay. I mean, look, I mean, I'm glad that people who like cats have a place to go. That's nice. But uh, the idea that there are cats that are rich, really just my brain hurts. And uh, I remember Grumpy Cat. Grumpy Cat was probably made a ridiculous amount of money before, unfortunately, Grumpy Cat had to leave this planet. Yeah. I, I, it, it's just wild. Like, the, you know, it, it, so like, this is what's wild to me. Grumpy Cat, at least, was the star. Mm. Okay. You know, that made sense to me. Grumpy Cat was the star of the whole thing. But Taylor Swift has a cat who's the number three richest cat. Not even number one. Her, her Scottish Fold cat, Olivia Benson, <laughs> the cat has a net worth of $97 million. That's more than you, I think, unless it's changed recently. Oh, let's check it out. Yeah, well, I've never been. I've never gone past $20 million. Have you? You haven't? I don't. I don't. Have I, Danny? I don't. I, I don't think I've ever been. I, I, I don't I, think so. Yeah. Where is he at now? Uh, still sitting pretty at one point five. Oh, well, yeah, I was at seventeen still, million before the holidays. Yeah, still replenish those funds. But yeah, I'm not surprised. If, if oh, there's her cat. I bet. I bet the cat has a, an Instagram page. Oh, I'm sure. And then based on like videos and endorsements. I mean, I bet the cat has a ton of followers if it does have an Instagram page. So you can make a lot of money from that. Yeah, uh, I guess Olivia um, has appeared alongside Taylor in various commercials like DirecTV, Diet Coke, AT&T, <laughs> oh and in her music videos. 
which is like, but how do you give, how does the cat have a worth at all? I mean, that's what my brain doesn't get. I don't know what they're calculating this based on. I'm wondering if it's like an insurance thing? Like it's insured for that much, that much it's worth? I have That's no idea, Vic. I, yeah. I, I have no idea how a cat has a net worth. I is understand that the cat's cat. It doesn't look no, like it. it doesn't look like it actually. Huh. Yeah, how does so? Like, I, I get that the cat helped her make a lot of money, but how maybe does because the, maybe that's how they're factoring it. Like, maybe it's yes. her beneficiary, guys. You never know. So that's starting to make more sense why things don't work out well with her in relationships <laughs> if she has her cat as a beneficiary. So at number one is Gunther, uh, Gunther the sixth. Who actually is the most, you know, the most basically rich animal? It's a, he's a German Shepherd owned by the Gunther Corporation. His grandfather inherited an eighty million dollar fortune, which has since grown from real from real estate investments. Mm. So Gunther, the the German Shepherd, is worth five hundred million dollars, and he's the sixth. He's the sixth. How do I get in with Gunther? Be like, hey, Gunther, can you hook me up with some cash? I never even heard of Gunther, but good for him. Number two is Nala Cat. Anybody know Nala Cat? I don't know any of these BJ. Oh, you know what I thought you <laughs> Nala Cat. Now from, she's from the Lion King. She's Instagram famous. Nala Cat. Thought oh, you guys okay. would know her. No. She has a hundred million net worth, four point four million followers, and owns a premium cat food brand called Love Nala. <laughs> so when you make fun of someone for having a pet Instagram page, all of a sudden they're getting the last laugh. Yeah, how much is Lulu worth these Man. days, Steve? I, I really he hasn't kept out. up. I've with been that. a very bad social media director for oh, Lulu. I don't even remember yeah. the last time Lulu the Warrior Princess posted anything. It, honestly, she really hasn't been in the best. Like I want to share kind of That's my fair. life on Instagram she because take she a social media break. Well, she can't see anymore, so mm-hmm. she can't even see the post then. So mm-hmm. she's like, I don't want to post things when I can't see them. Oh yeah, that's fair. You know, yeah, when you have a blind dog. I, I wouldn't trust you with my posts either. I would, I'd like to approve any of these before you throw them right. out there. Right, yeah, she, she's very picky about what she wants to post, and now that she can't see, she's just like, leave me alone. Oh, it's been a year. You it's know. been a year since yeah. you posted? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that does not surprise me. I told you Steve's goal was to have uh, Lulu have more Instagram followers than me, but I knew that Steve would get tired of that. Mm. He would just be, he would wear out. I'd wear him down by just staying in the game. Yeah. Well, yeah, hey, Lulu the Warrior Princess, if you want to, I have to re-log in. That's how long it's been since I've been on <laughs> How many followers does she have as opposed to how many followers I have? Because that was Steve's dream. 32 and you have 97. I only have 97 Instagram followers? No, no, 97, sorry. 9,700. She, ha- she has 3,200. Ah, there we go. Oh, All right, well, she's... Only 300 away from 10K. I should do like what people do. Come on, let's get up to that 10K number. No, no, no. Let's get Lulu up to that 10K before we get you up to this. It's not going to happen, buddy. You really took a year off. You sl- And now Lulu's pissed. Not only she can't see, but you know now you've let her down. She doesn't have anywhere near the followers I have. You know what? I'm going to post something of her right Woo, now, BJ. Do it! All right, he's back in the game. And I'll, I'll, I, I would say I'd title it Suck It BJ, but that's probably not the best bet. Yeah, probably not a good no. idea. Um, <laughs> Oprah Winfrey has four dogs. They made the list collectively at number four. They each have their own trust fund and are set to collectively inherit $30 million when Oprah passes. What the hell? See, now that... I don't understand that. I just don't understand that at all. And I have I have wondered about how Oprah does what she does. Of course, she gets to live her own life, so I'm not you know. But I just wouldn't make some of the financial decisions that she makes. Why? I'm sure, she's worried about how you view how she handles her money. I know she is. I mean, I bet this is gonna she's gonna have a hard time sleeping, right? But <sighs> explain. Can anybody explain to me why you would leave your dog any money at all? I mean, I would leave money set aside so that my dog, God forbid something happened, that my dog is going to be taken care of. All right. I, you know, I, 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 the cost of food, the cost of if any medical things come up that obviously I can't pay for now because I'm no longer on this planet. 
All right, and then you, you'd, name, you'd name you'd name a custodian, and they would take care of the dog, and they would take then they would take care of the dog's fortune. I get what does a dog need thirty million dollars for? That's a lot of treats. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this and is pet toys. I mean, have you been to uh, Mud Bay and PetSmart? The prices have gone up. There's dog spas these days. Yeah, I, dog uh, therapist. Uh, yeah, dog therapist. I, I'm just telling you right now, it's not a good look. I don't think it makes Oprah look good that she's going to give $30 million to a dog. When I feel like there is a lot more you can do with that money. I know she gets to do what she wants. That's America. But it's not a good look to me. I don't, I don't know what a dog needs $30 million for. Okay. I don't think it's a good or a bad look. I don't think anyone's going to be like, I'm no longer a fan of Oprah. Oh, you don't know who I am. I am going to be that one person oh, okay. that will no longer be a this fan is, of Oprah. This is the deal breaker. <laughs> Were you a fan of Oprah before? No, he wasn't. Uh, no, I never really was. Only because my wife was such a big fan of Oprah, and I had to hear every day about how amazing she was. And I'm like, you know what? Oprah's not going out here working for you. I am. So how about you shut up about the Oprah, okay? Wow. I was that way. I mean, I, my wife would tell me all the wonderful things she does, and I'm over here slaving over a hot radio station every day. You a know, hot radio station. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you do work with us. Yeah. And I mean, like, look, Oprah's not actually paying the bills, honey. How about you give a little love to your, you know, I do some nice things once in a while. I want to help the person. Come on. You know, but, oh, help the person. But oh, oh, Oprah did this. Well, now Oprah's given $30 million to a dog. Technically, it's $30 million to five dogs. Oh, I, I stand corrected. But according to the American Kennel Club, uh, pets can't legally inherit money or property. So you have to find a manager or a trustee. So you're basically giving them the money to look after your pet. You're, so technically you're not giving it to the pet, you're giving it to a person who's going to take care of your pets. And that's the trust fund she's got set up. Mm-hmm. I make, uh, But they still have to execute it the way the fund is executed. So really it's going to the dogs, right? But what I do imagine. you do when the dog's no longer here? What do you do when yeah. the dog's come for you? <laughs> yeah, yeah you, gotta be, you gotta let them out and just be like, go out in the wild. For yourself. <laughs> go out in the wild. Hey, they got $30 million to you. They're going to go out and have a blast. They're going to be on the strip. Gotta Where do they keep that key. money? Is it a debit card? Is it like a little bag that's attached no, to it? Like a, a little harness? Yeah, it's a doggy bag, of oh, course. Okay, fair. <laughs> there you go. That's what they got. And uh, Lulu the Warrior Princess is now back on Instagram, BJ. There we go. Oh, I know you were concerned. She's got a long way to go before she catches. I got hey, to get to my 10K. that dude and booze fighter greaser for following her on Instagram. That just happened? Yeah, it just happened. What about B? B was it one of my at BJ Shay on Instagram? We're not you telling even you. No. Yeah, I'm somewhere. Come on, people. I got to get to 10K. What am I at? 9,700, you uh, said? No, sorry. I read it wrong. 9,400. Uh, or maybe he lost thing. followers because of how rude you are. I lost the 300 followers. Just Okay. Yeah. Alrighty then. Oh, it's so nice of you to like the picture, BJ. Oh, you know, Vicky, you are going to be banned from my accounts. Whoa, that's I'm so tell- awesome of you. Yeah, you're going to be banned from my accounts, Vicky. I'm just telling you right now. <laughs> I've had it with all of you. There was a recent poll done by BuzzFeed to see if people are still fans of the big fads from 10 years ago. So hard to believe. When you say that 2013 was 10 years ago, my head can't figure this out. Mm. Yes. I know, dude. It ages you really quick. Yeah. And I'm trying to think of like what was I can't even I can't even think of one thing that was popular in twenty thirteen. Like sometimes it blows my mind when someone's like, Oh, iPhones don't were only like fifteen years I don't even know how old, but I'm like, I feel like I've had an iPhone forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I remember life without one. Yeah, you're right. And, I have and no concept. It was two thousand nine, I think, when the iPhone came out. Is that correct? I think I, I think Somewhere that's what that I remember around right. the App Store and stuff. Well and it, and it like when you say two thousand thirteen, like I bet you there's a lot of things that are still relevant, or people still think are relevant today because it was only 10 years ago. You know what I mean? Like, I, I can't think of anything in particular, but it's like, you don't think that was 10 years ago. You know what right. I mean? That's it's, why I'm curious to see what these things are going to be. This is the first milestone, I think, for you guys, by the way, Danny, because for millennials now, it's like, whoa. 
you know, usually like 10 years ago for you was like when I was 10 and now I'm 20 or when I was 15 and now I'm 25. Now 10 years ago was when you were in your 20s. Yeah. And that's, I remember that being my first like, whoa, wait a second, what? I'm kind of getting older. Because, <laughs> you know, it, it's such a big change in 10 years when you go from, you know, to 11 to 21. Um, Honey Boo Boo. Remember Honey Boo Boo? That was 10 years ago. That was 13, or that was in 2013? Yeah. yeah. I'm proud to say I've never seen an episode of Honey Boo Boo. Oh. And I mean, I know of it, the whole show and all the, 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 the popularity, but like, even if you put those characters from 10 years ago in front of me, I wouldn't, I'd be like, I don't know who these people are. Uh, you know, I would know them more from South Park, but we also had to watch it for my old show. Being on a pop station, you had to watch a lot of those shows. Okay. And yeah. it's like, oh man. Are they still doing stuff? Well, if they are, about 50% of people said they aren't fans or never were. And so, was Honey Boo Boo the kid or the mom? That's the, the mom. Kid. Oh, okay. oh, oh, Honey Boo Boo wasn't the mom? No. No, it was a kid. Oh, what was the mom's name? I thought, uh, I, like time, I thought that was Honey Boo Boo. Oh, it was June. June. Mama June. Mama June. I always thought Honey Poo Poo was the mom. No, you would never recognize the mom now because she lost a bunch of weight and got like plastic surgery and stuff. That's the mom? Yeah, it was the mom. That's June. Whoa, she looks, um, I mean, I uh, I remember, I always thought, just the way she was on the show and, and the way she looked, I always thought that, well, that's, that. I don't know about that picture, but no. the, the picture you showed <laughs> me before. Yeah, yeah, wow. All right, good for Honey Boo or June Mama, whatever the name is. June Mama. (laughs) This uh, this right here, um, this is actually 10 years old. Ducks and quack, and fish go blow. Oh, my God. It's like the worst song ever. I loved it when it came out. Oh, come on. It was so stupid. It was good. Ten, ten years ago. I can't believe it's ten years old. Do you like Baby Shark too? <laughs> oh, actually, yes. <laughs> DJ, this song is timeless. Oh, is it? Oh, God, yes. No. Yeah. Okay. Here okay. we're done. Thank you, Danny. Mm. Happy, happy, happy. I can't believe this, what I'm about to tell you, is ten years old, because I just discovered it a couple of years ago, the Cronut. Oh, yeah. The Cronut's been around forever. Uh, not forever. Accidentally, uh, ten years. Well, forever feels like ten years. <laughs> See, again, that's what I'm saying. It's like one of those things that's like, you thought it was forever, but mm. it was only, or, I don't know. No, well, I feel like I've known about Corona for like 20 years. And fair. somebody made a Cruffin, which, by the way, Farine Bakeries, I don't know if they've got them around you guys, but they've got one in Bellevue and they've opened up a couple around here. But they have a Cruffin, which is basically a muffin made of... Cruffins. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's made of the of like the croissant stuff. That's pretty awesome. That's what a Cronut is. It's like a donut made out of what they make croissants out of. And If I was a uh, croissant, I'd be so infuriated, though. Like, guys, just enjoy me for me. Oh, really? Why, you don't like you, the idea that, you know what, you spread out in the world? And why you, you know, fuse me with donuts and, oh, and muffins? So... Am I not good enough just as a croissant? Oh, yeah. cronuts are amazing. I mean, take a take a glaze and put it on a croissant. Mm. You know, I honestly, though, idea. I'd rather a croissant over a donut, a, cro- a croissant over a cronut. Really? Yeah. Oh, interesting. I didn't realize it would be that hot of a take, but yes. Yeah, it's a hot take, buddy. Mm-hmm. Uh, how about Vine? You guys remember Vine? Yeah. I remember oh, yeah, I'm Vine. I'm still posting videos on there. Dude, I remember Vine, and Vicky, you remember Vine, because of the high-profile person that was like a big Vine star, and that was Maisie, you know, Maisie Williams from Game of Thrones? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's her name. Yep. Uh, so she was, uh, what was her character? I can't remember the uh, character. She was a, a Stark. Uh, not Anya, but... Uh, somebody's Arya. A, yeah, Dude, Arya Stark. Isn't that also where, like, the Paul, like, Logan Paul, I think, got his first... Oh, so. really? I think that's when he first oh. became a superstar in the world of, like... Social media was because of his Vine posts. Wow, 10 years ago, they said Vine was going to be the thing, and it only lasted four years, and we thought, they're done. But of course, obviously, Snap- oh, TikTok is what Vine wanted to be, and just, I don't know, couldn't figure it out. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like the MySpace to the Facebook. Yeah. 
Adult onesies are 10 years old. Vicky knows that. Oh, man. They're still cool. Nah, I've never I, owned a onesie. I no. say that because... Didn't you have like an elf one? Or was that a two-piece? Uh, two-piece. Okay, yeah, that was a two-piece. Well, Vicky, you're in the, you're in the minority. Ninja Turtle. You did have the Ninja Turtle Oh, one. you did. But I, I got that for the show. I wore it once. It was a costume. It wasn't really a onesie. Yeah, you never really wore it. Yeah. Right. Oh, Fair. Vicky's all about the onesies. Sometimes, if you're lucky, Vicky will travel in one, like when we're going on a trip somewhere, she'll wear Sometimes a onesie to the cold. airport. You should sell your used onesies. <laughs> I could make a lot of onesies. <laughs> on the OnlyFans, I bet you people would buy those. Vicky could pull off a onesie still, because she looks like a little kid anyway. And when she puts the onesie on, it really People go, oh, you're taking your kid to Disney World? Is that what you're doing? Right. <laughs> you know if I, mean? I walked around wearing a onesie, people like, call the authorities. Yeah. Oh, yes, they would. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, a, a lot of us, pretty much almost half of us, think they're dumb. So that 10-year trend didn't last. Do you like uh, onesies or adult rompers? Oh, well. What's the difference? Is there a difference? I think well, rompers, w- are, rompers shorts. are shorts. Yeah, oh, right. they're yeah. kind of like a, they're like a onesie in a sense, right? Yeah, they're like a summer onesie. Yeah, somebody's wearing a romper for her wedding. Yeah, that's yep. that's what I was going to say. I don't know if that was a secret or not. No, <laughs> it's not a secret because it, I, I, when I was told about this particular, which by the way has been a a, a lovely design challenge for yeah. the people trying to put this together for her. Are uh, the bridesmaids and the and the groom and the that no one else is wearing onesies? You Just know, you bride. really should have made J Rubs and his groomsmen wear like the male one uh, rompers that they have that's these days. One, yeah. Yeah, that would have been amazing. Yeah. It is in Vegas, you know. It's I mean, from what I I'm not allowed to see it because the father of the bride and the groom are not supposed to see it. But what I'm told is the, the father, father of the bride. Who told me that rule? I don't know. That was a rule I was told. I can't see I can't see the wedding dress before the wedding. I've never heard of that I've one before. Me either. Yeah, no, no, that's not a thing. I don't I know. Think the fathers gave enough. I think that was the rule. I don't <laughs> care about seeing it. Yeah, that maybe that's what it was. Yeah. How about, how about this? Ten years ago, Walter White hats. Remember, everybody was one oh, of those. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but that was, how about the Breaking Bad finale was 10 years ago? I can't believe that the finale was 10 years ago. Yeah. It's crazy. Whoa. All right. And, and twerking. I'm sorry, Sarah. Another thing. 55% twerking. think twerking is lame. That's, it's been around for 10 years? 10 yeah. years. I thought that's only been around for like five. Yeah. Um, Maybe I just wasn't hip to the twerks. Uh, well, that's, uh, is that how the kids are saying it? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I didn't know it was 10 years old either. I thought it was, a, like you said, a five-year trend, but there you go. What do you think is considered to be the top guilty pleasure movie? Well, you know I'm going to tell you. We'll do that at 817 on The Rock. BJ and Migs, mornings on The Rock. 99.9 KISW. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 99.9 KISW, The Rock of Seattle. Entertainment Weekly. It's nice to know they're still in business. You know, oddly enough, I once had a subscription to Entertainment Weekly. I think I did, too. I, I don't remember why. It was like one of those things I think I bought something at Best Buy. And it was like, hey, for a year you get a free subscription. And I was like, sure. And then for the next five years, I kept forgetting to cancel that subscription. Oh, nice. I had that, too, actually. I think I bought something online and I got three magazine subscriptions. Yes. And that was one of them. That might have been what it was. Yeah, but yes. it, it was like all the... Options were like I don't give a crap about that, but I'm like Entertainment Weekly. Like, uh, might be some good articles about some bands. Yeah, I I I remember I used to read that magazine a lot. I can't tell you the last time I did, but it used to be one of my staples in life. And uh, they put together a list of the best guilty pleasure movies. And I have to say, I'm very happy at number two because many many people hated us for liking this movie. Oh, Hot Rod. That's number two. That's that's definitely a. I would say when people are like, hey, what's a movie that most people think are, is bad that you love? That would be in my top three. I've never seen that movie. You oh. Had, oh, my gosh. It, it, this, I don't know how it holds up like this, the, 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 how it holds up nowadays, but this feels like a movie that Danny would enjoy. It is so dumb, but so for, for me, no so offense. funny. Yeah. No, no, I, it, make, it makes sense. Yeah. The lo- and the, lo- and it, you know, I, the Lonely Island Boys, if you like the Lonely Island Boys, I mean, that was the whole idea is that they're there. And I really... And I, we, I, we had the guys in the show, didn't we, Steve? We had them in before the movie came out. We got to go to a screening, and we knew we were going to have the Lonely Island guys, Andy Samberg, and, wow. and, the, and the rest Jor- of it. And Jorvid, I think. Uh, yeah. Right. And, uh, yeah and, and they were great dudes. Uh, I was, Akiva uh, Schaefer. Yep. Schaefer. And, yeah, and they were awesome. And the movie was hilarious. And so we were all fired up, and we're telling people how great this movie is. We brought them in, and we're, we're our, our lips are firmly planted on their cheeks, telling them how great. And, but, like, in... We really, we, we, yeah, we really yeah, yeah, liked it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we were, weren't, you know, we weren't pulling it. We, we loved the movie. We weren't lying to them, although I bet they felt like we were because we were so, we were so hyped. And then the movie came out and oh my gosh, we were getting destroyed by our listeners. <laughs> like people were calling in, emailing. I don't think there was text at the time. If there was, we were getting text. But people were just like, I can't believe you suggested this. I went and saw it and it was a waste of my money. It was not, I think we overhyped it. Okay. I still yeah. think the movie was great. Well, yeah. and to be fair, at that point you thought it was going to be amazing. And when when the dude's on acid, that scene with yeah. Dave's on acid. Oh yeah. Oh, and man. some good it was people. Bill Hader. Yeah. Oh yeah. Bill Hader's uh, Ian McShane. Uh, you know who was in Deadwood. That guy's a. I mean, and so to have him in that so movie, great. you know, it's in such a dumb role. Oh man, such a. I, I love that movie. Uh, and, and so I would suggest, and it's a, and it's a guilty pleasure, and I'm glad it is. I'm glad at least it's at least something where people go. I know everybody hates this, but really, I like watching this movie, and I mm. I think it's beyond a guilty pleasure. I keep meaning to watch it again, but I'm afraid that I won't enjoy it as much as I did back Ooh, in those times. Yeah. And I've watched it multiple times. So that's number two. Does anybody, you guys have any guilty pleasure movies where, you know, people yep. know it's just horrible? I would imagine that most of the movies I watch on a regular basis are yep. probably on this list. Like American Pie. 
See, that's a classic. Okay, yeah, that, American Pie three then. Okay, American <laughs> Pie three should be that's on the a list. Cinematic masterpiece. There you go. I, you know, I don't understand. See, to me, guilty pleasure means that nobody thinks it's good, but you still like to watch well, it. Somebody's gonna think it's good. But I mean, yeah. mass appeal. Because even, but even like Hot Rod had like a sixty-nine. I think it was sixty-nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes audience score. Sixty-four. Sixty-four. Sorry, I've got a couple. Yeah. Okay. okay. Shakes the clown. Uh, Ooh, it's a Bobcat Goldthwait film. It's about an alcoholic clown whose rival is a coke addicted clown. Oh. It's dark and hilarious. The opening scene is he's hammered, hungover, trying to go to the bathroom at a place with a woman that he hooked up with, and he's like going number one, or someone's going number one over him as he's passed out by the toilet. Turns out the woman they hooked up with, Florence Henderson. Oh, it's oh, so absurd. That's so great. Robin Williams is in it. He's a mime, and and all the clowns hate mimes. Like yeah. they, they they hate each other, but they hate the mimes even more. Didn't Bobcat Goldthwait when we had him on the show say, "Wow, dude, that's your yes. favorite movie." <laughs> I had the DVD ready to have him sign it, <laughs> and I don't ask for autographs ever. This is the only time I think I've ever asked for an autograph because I love this movie so much. That's funny. He came in, I handed him like, "Can I get this autograph?" And he looks at me, and I'm like, "It's like one of my favorite movies of all time." And he just looked at me. And goes, why? <laughs> and then he signs it, Hail Satan, for some reason. I love it. Bobcat Goldthwait. Nice. And when he said why, that was just before he was promoting the movie about a woman having a situation with her dog, which was called Sleeping Dogs Lie. And then I'm like, geez, yep. Bob, you know, Bobcat, I think Shakes the Clown is looking a whole lot better as far as like being an acceptable movie. I, you know, Bob, I mean, he pushed the, he, he definitely pushed the envelope with the movies that he directed and did. That's for sure. One of the ones, although eventually turn around where a lot of people started falling in love with it. I think it just took a minute because it's so absurd. The name is Pootie Tang. Yes, it's not on the list, but you're right. I always made fun of you for that movie, and then yeah. I finally watched it, and I was like, God, I owe Steve an apology. This is really a good movie. It's super funny. What a top. Yeah, really, really a good movie. On Sony. Got my dillies on a pepper tank. I, I, I think that movie also really helped put Louis C.K. on the map because he had a. I don't know he if he a wrote writer. it. Yeah, he, he was. Yeah. A, oh, yeah, he was in Pootie. He and he wrote it, and and I think he and Chris Rock, and that's where all yep. of a sudden people started taking Louis C.K. seriously. And unfortunately, because of Louis C.K.'s off-screen antics, a lot of the good stuff that he's done is just not going to be. It's just not going to be recognized. Sykes was in it. Dave yeah, Mattel, Chris Rock. Yeah, it was. I mean, Seven Oh, it was. It, it really was. And yeah, all-star cast and. A time where you just did mom mm-hmm. stiff oh yeah she's a jennifer, jennifer coolidge. coolidge she's in everything that's good yep yeah um so i i guess i bring up movies that are that were successful movies that shouldn't be considered a guilty pleasure like when you talk about like showgirls i don't know how successful was that i mean very successful was the it pool really? scene alone was very successful isn't that the one with no uh yeah. Elizabeth yeah Burton. yeah okay. where she was a, a, an exotic dancer yeah. it got a very panned. competitive world oh dude and it's bad it's yeah. really bad i've only seen the one scene the pool scene yeah the pool scene's phenomenal yeah and the and in the dumbest way but it's it's the most it's the most stupid uh sex scene ever Maybe also because the movie, even if it's good, it's sort of like, you know, uh, it's like, uh, why I can't, Chad, Chad Kruger, what's his band? I'm, I'm Nickelback. Thank you. Maybe it's like a Nickelback effect with some of these movies where even though they're successful, people still don't want you to know that they... I don't think Showgirls was successful. Yeah, that's, that. you're right, not on this list, but those yeah. Pretty uh, Woman yeah, is on the list. And Pretty Woman was a successful movie, but maybe you, you look bad if you tell people you like to watch well, it. Well, just gave unfair expectations of... Uh... <laughs> Escorts. <laughs> uh, and Made in Manhattan, that's on the list at number four. Have you ever gone back and watched Pretty Woman? 
I, I, yes, I mean, a little bit was, of it. It's it was on recently, and bad. I was like, this is such a terrible it's movie. A, yeah, you're right, dude. It's just not good. And it's real. It's like, boy, we had low standards back but then. But I loved it when I was younger, and I was so happy that he decided to, you know, that he looked past the fact that she was a hooker. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't have quite the high score you'd think it would. It got 66 on the tomato meter and 68 on the audience score. Isn't Honestly, that, that feels like it's right where it should be. But you, Maybe you hear long. about it all the time. You you're think right. of it as it being like a huge movie that everyone loves. I wouldn't have expected the yeah. score. Yeah, yeah you're fair. right, Vicky. That's about what the movie deserves. And yet, you're right. It definitely got much more you know, praise than what the, you know, what the critics and the fans say. Because that's what, that's what it deserves. So uh, we got Made in Manhattan at number four. Uh, number one is Streets of Fire. I don't even. Know I don't that. even know that movie either. I probably don't know. Like I know 70%. Chariots of Fire, but I don't know Streets. It was back in the eighties when this movie came out. This is out. when they decided not to run in a professional way, but they just ran around the neighborhoods. Oh, this sounds kind of cool, though. A mercenary is hired to rescue his ex girlfriend, a singer who's been kidnapped by a motorcycle gang. Who the hell's in this? Rick Moranis was in it. Yeah. What? Yeah. Oh, well, this had his to name be was Billy Fish. Was this before or after he shrunk the kids? Mm. No, before. This is nineteen eighty four. Oh, well, Willem Dafoe, I always Bill watch Paxton? this stuff. I want Oh, Bill Paxton. Diane Lane. 70% on the uh, tomato meter. Really? Or 70% audience score, 68% tomato meter. It's not a bad movie, then. You know, okay. I really, and I'm sure it's not the case, but nothing would make me happier than if Rick Moranis was the leader of the, the motorcycle gang. Because <laughs> you just wouldn't expect that. Now, number 11, why is this a guilty pleasure? Because I thought we just, like, this, to me, was, this, this movie spoke to our an entire generation. Tommy Boy. Oh, I love Tommy. I mean, I don't think that's a good... I think a lot of us would it's go... It's a dumb comedy. But I'd be proud to say I watched that movie because Chris Fart... Like, I watched... But if you're an artsy-fartsy film oh. person, you're not going to say, my one of my favorite films is Tommy Boy. What was the Kung Fu movie that uh, Chris Farley did? Kung Three Ninjas? Fu? No, it was uh, Beverly Hills Ninja. <laughs> Beverly Hills Ninja. Three Ninja. I yeah. love that Three movie. Ninjas yeah. was awesome. <laughs> I was in Three Ninjas. I don't know this. There's a bunch of kids. That's Wasn't right. It? Oh, yeah. okay. I'm not going to watch it. I got it. that confused with the Chris Farley. <laughs> yeah, Beverly Hills Ninja to me is a guilty pleasure because... It's not on the level of Tommy Boy as far as success goes, but I love Beverly Hills Ninja. God, do I love that movie. Oh, my God. Side note. Three Ninjas. Uh, it says it got 0% of the tomato meter audience score. Of course. That's a Steve movie. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. It's got Leslie Nielsen in it, right? Or the, an old man that looks like Leslie Hulk Nielsen. Hulk Hogan. The Hulkster's in it? Oh, yeah. 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 And then uh, Jim Varney. Oh, Jim Varney. I think any wow. Jim Varney movie is uh. a guilty pleasure. Ernest, you got any or anything with Ernest? Go and it's to the poster be. again. I'm trying to. Yeah, yeah. Oh, is that Hulk Hogan? Yeah. yeah. Is, was that, he in that oh movie? Oh my gosh, I uh, forgot about that. I thought that's why you liked it. Was that no. Hulk Hogan or Terry Bollea? Who was in that it movie? It looks more Terry Bollea because yeah. he's got a head of hair. Whoa, look, that is so bizarre. Doesn't that look like Leslie Nielsen? Yeah, I thought afar? that. I didn't know that was Hulk. That's the Hulkster. That's the Hulkster. God, that's rather. That's weird, man. You know, uh, a recent one that's a guilty pleasure that you yeah. guys all, I don't think any of you have, you still need to do your homework and see it, but a, a few rockaholics have actually said, you know what? That was a fun movie. It was Last Seen Alive. The Gerard Butler movie that oh, I saw. Oh, Jesus. Are you, you're really still on that, huh? Oh, yeah. Okay. When his yeah. wife suddenly vanishes at a gas station. Yeah. And he decides, I need to find her. And he took the law into his own hands, BJ. Yeah. What's it, what did he, 13%. What is it? Yeah, 13%. I'm oh, not going to do it. Also, fun fact. So, not to go back to Three Ninjas, but we have to go back. Hulk was in the, the fourth installment of that there movie. Yes, there was one. four of them. The original one, he, he wasn't was in the original one. I didn't think he was. No. Yeah, There's well. more than one? Yeah, oh, oh, you were doing uh, High Noon at yeah, yeah, Magic. That's the fourth uh, one. Oh, come I on, I was the Vicky. first one on there. At uh, Samuel Douglas is, I think, who you were thinking of. As so, what there. was the first, uh, the Three Ninjas first movie's Rotten Tomato score? Oh, it's fine. 32? 
Oh, hey, that's enough to get four, uh, three sequels. <laughs> I loved that movie as a kid. I remember watching that all the time. I think that's the, that, that's the quote of the day whenever you say you love something. When you say as a kid, you have to know it's a horrible movie most of the time, but it was a kid you loved. Movie. How do you get those kids back together? They need to like reunite and do something. Do they really? Yeah. For the movie that only got a 32 on Rotten Tomatoes, really? They're probably like in their early, late 30s, early 40s. Yeah. I'd rather see the Police Academy people get back together first. Oh, I'm not. Yeah, dude. I'm with you on that. That's that's, that's not going to be an argument for me. Number six. That's probably up there for a guilty pleasure. The first few Police Academy films. Oh, yeah, I, but though the first one, I mean, I, you know, for its time, I mean, it was a good comedy. You know, I don't know, the 10th one or whatever they did, okay. Uh, and, of course, they had our boy Bobcat Goldthwait Bobcat in it, right? was a good one, yeah. yeah so you got to love it. Um, how about, uh, here it is, Twilight, a guilty pleasure for Never some people. Nope. Never seen it, yeah. I'm I, actually surprised you haven't seen it, Danny. You, <laughs> I, you know, I am, too, because it is a Danny movie. I was Twilighted out. Because I was working at Hot Topic when they like first started coming out, and yeah. I was so tired of all the merch, and then it was just like the fandom of it. it but, even, like, but it's so emo. Even I, Cedric I know, Diggory never, couldn't never get you to watch it? Absolutely not. Wow. No, that's okay. I was so, like, that was one of the things that I took a big stand against in my like early college career. No Twilight for Danny. I mean, everybody loved that character from Harry Potter, you know, uh, who, uh, spoiler alert, had a very tragic death. Uh, Robert Pattinson played a very dreamy character, and that's why that when they put him in Twilight, I said every Harry Potter fan is going to love this movie. They got to, and um, but Danny, you didn't get you didn't get tricked. You didn't get on Team Edward. Never went to the and I, I've never I never because my gr- uh, my girlfriend then you know wife eventually at the time she uh, she loved those and I think that was part of it too is she would just spend all the, her time reading those books and I was like nope. You I'm disliked out. her so much that you were going to dislike the things she liked. I'm out. So those are the guilty pleasure Ooh. movies, uh, according to Entertainment Weekly. Yeah. The texture brought up a good one. Howard the Duck. Mm. Yeah, that's the, that's a tough one. And he recently made an appearance in one of the Marvel movies, right, Vicky? They brought him back. It's uh, time to bring Howard the and Duck the, I think back. it was one of the Avengers movies or Guardians was, of the Galaxy or something. At the end of, I think, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. And, and then he's been in the What If series. Yeah, I've... You know who should play Howard the Duck is Sean Astin. Like Sean a real life, oh, really? Sean Astin, or like CGI him or something like that. Doesn't oh. that like this, this? I'm looking at a picture of Howard the Duck. <laughs> so the, the live action Howard the Duck you say looks like Sean Astin. Kind of looks like Sean Astin. You know, I know the guy didn't show up on our show when he was supposed to, but man, is that the bl- uh, that's a low blow? Does that not look like him? Oh, but look at look at what's what's the name of the the actor that's with him? Leah uh, Thompson. Yes, Leah Thompson is so. <laughs> mm. Look at Howard the Duck. God, she's so gorgeous. Oh, yeah. Leah Thompson. I mean, if you look quickly, you almost think, oh, that's Sean Astin. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Howard the Duck is all CGI now. Honest to God, if Sean Astin was in studio and you said that to him, he would be like, okay, thanks, pal. Look. Yeah. I would be flattered if somebody said, you remind me of Howard the Duck. (laughs) Really? Look at at pictures of him and then look at Howard the Duck. You're telling me that's not the same person? (laughs) The same person, yeah. It's totally the same person. I can't do that to the dude. I really can't. But Because you want to. Yeah, I can't do that to Sam Weiss-Ganges. I mean, he helped Frodo. I can't do it. Do Uh, an image search. Rudy looks like Howard the Duck. I can't do it, man. I just, uh, but you're not. You're not. He's even doing the duck lips in this picture. You're you're right. In that picture, he kind of does look like Howard a little bit. Oh, but you keep showing me that Leah Thompson picture. You have to stop. Oh, I can't remind that out of the gutter, man. I'm sorry. I'm she's, to do a a very, show for, you know, she's a very attractive adults. woman. What did, do you want from me? Didn't they bone in that movie or almost bone? What, Howard and Leah? Yeah. Well, I've then never he's seen a lucky it, but I heard duck. that. He's a very lucky duck if that got to happen. Uh, well, hey, you know what? Congratulations to Sean Astin. 
by the way, who is a Nepo baby, if you guys don't know. I don't know. know what the hell that is. A Nepo baby is now what they're calling actors that we know that are basically, they're actors because of their parents, because their parents were famous. Nepotism babies. Uh, so, so, uh, so um, what the hell's his name? He played Gomez in the original Adams Family. His John dad, Astin? John Astin is his dad. I, I don't even you don't remember, remember Gomez from the no, original Adams Family show? But I don't remember. I wouldn't be like, oh, he. You know, my first time when I see Sean Astin would not be like, who, who got him this role? Well, dude, you. It's just that what we're finding out is that so many people that you don't yeah. know they actually have famous parents, and now it's become this negative term. All like all these nepo babies in Hollywood or nepo babies in music or whatever, uh, and it's you don't know it until somebody tells you, hey, that's a kid of a famous somebody. Huh. So you're you're so are Joe and Sarah nepo babies? Yeah, I mean you have to call them nepo What's babies. Up, nepo babies, but don't what you have to nepo? be don't you have to be successful though to be a nepo? I mean, I mean you have a lot of money. That yeah, we've learned, so. uh, I, I only have one point five, Danny. My net worth went down. <laughs> only one. Yeah, I was, at, I was at seventeen million before the break. Thanks, Migs. I can now not unsee Sean Astin as Howard the Duck. <laughs> yeah, Sean Astin's gonna be very happy with you for that. Look at that duck face he's doing right You're there. Right. It's like he, he wants to be Howard. He the really duck. does do the duck face, and why not? I mean, I'm sure he'd take the gig. I mean, Marvel will probably pay him a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. I Howard the Duck though for us, you know, like because he it was a comic book. I never liked it. Um, I feel like he was. Uh, I just never liked it, and therefore the movie just did nothing for me. I was like, yeah, this. I, I don't want to watch this movie. I can't stop looking at the picture now. Right, I'm just seeing it. Yeah, I've been uh, clicking back and forth at all these pictures of Sean Astin. I'm like, yep, no lies right here. He's Howard the Duck. If you don't know who Howard the Duck is, maybe you ought to go on the internet and then get Sean Astin's picture and go back and forth. And if you get the, if you're lucky enough to get the Leah Thompson one with Howard the Duck, then you'll have a good day. I'm closing this thing. Well, who do you want me to say? You know what I mean? My, like, I always wanted to be Marty McFly. I was like, man, I know it's your mom, but still, you know what, Marty? Let me just, let me then, let me sub for you. That's all I have to say. Mm-hmm. And now somehow, why is Robin Williams next to Howard the Duck? That's interesting. Oh, apparently there's a story that he once uh, quit uh, the Howard the Duck movie after three days because he couldn't sync his voice with the character's beak. Oh, so it was supposed to be him? I guess. Oh, wow. Whoa. Yeah. I did not know that. Okay. Well, all right then. Yeah, he said, I can't do this. It's insane. I can't get the rhythm of this. I'm being confined. I'm being handcuffed in order to match a flapping duck's bill. All right then. What an odd hill to die on, in a sense. Well, you know, except, Steve, if you if you watch that show, you and I both watch that TV show, Reboot, mm-hmm. and uh, there's a, they do loops where basically they have to basically voice over a scene yes. that they did, but they got to like match the voice because the, the audio wasn't good. And Johnny Knoxville's character could not do it to save his life. So maybe it's a situation like that where he just couldn't get the sink down and was like, I just can't do this. It's, you know, as opposed to being mad about it. It's like, I don't have the skill to do this. And I'm, you know, sometimes life imitates art and the other way around. Maybe that's a thing in Hollywood where certain actors just can't figure it out no matter how yeah. hard they try. And Rob is probably like, screw this. How would the duck? Why am I doing what, it? What, what, yeah, yeah. Why did I take this role? Probably, that was probably the best decision of his life. Yeah. And if if you have Hulu and you haven't watched Reboot, it's a fun show. Mm -hmm. It's really, really well done. And Johnny Knoxville's Gut Chops, I will say. You know, I I mean, we've seen it in other stuff, but man. Oh, no, he's great. The guy continues to knock it out of the park. He's awesome in Walking Tall, one of the best movies ever. Oh, I did not see that. Is that, that, what is that? Is that the remake? Yes. Is it the remake of the thing? You would love Is the rock in it? Yes. Oh, no, I wouldn't love it. I know. Ah! Why would you try to sneak that by me? 
Why would you do it? Like, oh, you love this movie, Wonka Tall. It's a great movie. It's got the worst person in the humanity in that movie. I'm not going to watch it. The worst person in humanity. That's right. You know who it is. The most charitable. Yes. Good man. Yep. That you call the worst person in humanity. That's the man. Just watch it. And maybe your opinion will change about The Rock. <laughs> no, I've already watched enough Rock stuff to have an opinion. Yesterday, Steve, he did get this one wrong. <laughs> who does the voice of Puss in Boots in the Shrek movies? <laughs> who? Puss in Boots in the Shrek movies. Uh, Steve Carell. No. Um, oh, boy. Did Eddie Murphy. No. Um, Cameron Diaz. No. Donkey. <laughs> I just thought I'd give a Shrek line, just a, just a sort of like Tourette syndrome for a Shrek. Uh, Antonio Banderas, my friend. How'd I do, Vicky? Uh, no, all right. Uh, well, you want a shot at beating Steve? You got it. Two zero six eight zero three Rock. That's our new number. You want to call in and beat Steve? Two zero six eight zero three Rock. We're playing beat mix at eight forty seven on the Rock. Today's podcast was brought to you by Travis Gagne, bankruptcy attorney. He's here right now and has agreed to answer more of your questions about bankruptcy. Here's another question from a listener. I'm getting my wages garnished. Can bankruptcy help with that? Absolutely. Uh, One of the big reasons people file bankruptcy is because they have a judgment or a lawsuit against them or their wages are getting garnished uh, and so they can't pay their other regular ongoing bills. People sometimes think that you can't file bankruptcy once they have a judgment against them or once a garnishment has started, and that's not true. Filing bankruptcy will immediately stop any garnishment that you have going except for child support uh, and stop your creditors from continuing on with garnishments of your bank account, your wages, um, and in most cases will discharge that liability uh, through the bankruptcy process. And we can file a bankruptcy case uh, for you usually the day you come in. Thanks, Travis. If you have more questions about bankruptcy, you can reach out to Travis anytime at choosetherightchapter.com. That's choosetherightchapter.com. Thanks for listening. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.